There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that oh, culture? Uh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las, Las Culturistas calling. calling. I have a discussion topic right off the bat. Can we just say? Go. What? I can't even venture to guess what topic you will bring up. There's so much to talk about. You can't this guess this one. Crazy week. What? Because while current events are happening as we speak, I'm not bringing up a current event. I'm bringing up something so truly random, and it's going to rock your absolute boat. Okay, I'm ready. Forget about your world and your mind. <laughs> Do you know who I just saw a picture of, and I got so horny? Sean William Scott. No, but close. Who? But not. Adrian Brody. No, Matt. And then that brought me to, I don't know, <laughs> our, our guest is giving anti-energy. <laughs> but that brought me to this. Who is the weirdest celebrity that makes you horned up? Like the fact that you're like, that, like when you get horny for them, you're like, what? Because for mm. me, it is Adrian Brody. Not now. This is like an old picture of Adrian Brody when he was, I guess, like all taut. Yeah. I don't know. The weirdest. I, 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 don't, I don't really go for... I don't go for weird necessarily. You don't go for weird. If, if weirdest, weirdest disqualifying sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Especially if it's a public. I guess figure. I mean like most most unusual. Like oh, I'm horny for him. What a shock. Uh, I don't know. I think I think you know what it is. I think we as a generation have been either traumatized or shaped by, or I mean maybe they're, they're the same thing by like the Tom Green of it all. I think Tom oh. Green really fucked us up, and then like 
half of us love weird and half of us hate it. I think I'm in, I'm, I'm in the latter. So you think that our generation had Tom Green sort of come into the the cultural? That's just an example. I'm not I'm landscape. not putting the blame on him. <laughs> yeah, it was a, that was a tough one. Adrian Brody? Did you know one of the people who is never allowed to come back to SNL? I knew you would say this. Yes. He, he decided to do a Rastafarian intro for the musical guest. I forgot who it was for, but he dressed in... I believe it was either Shaggy or Sean Paul. It was Sean Paul. Oh, and then he was decided to do like dreads and, and all that yes. stuff. He said, he said, let me come out at appropriate real quick. Listen, how are you feeling? Do you, do you have jet lag from Chromatica? I do have jet lag from Chromatica and from landing in the Denver International Airport to see my parents and my nieces. I slay. And I just have to say that, oh my God, there's, this is a crazy week, but I, I, I would love to get into it with our guest, honestly. Did our guest journey to Chromatica? Our guest did journey to Chromatica, first of all. Oh my God, this is going to be one hell of an app. I feel like I've run into our guest at very fateful moments this year. Fateful moments. It's been those sort of moments where like, you're like lit in the sun and you sort of whip around and turn and you see someone else very well lit in the sun and you're like, oh my God, it just feels so faithful. I was enchanted to, to see me. the guest. I think I would love to ask our guest about, because he has very publicly known opinions about Taylor Swift. I don't know if this is the platform <laughs> where he wants, he, he should talk about them because we do have... We did Damn. somehow we did somehow pull in a Swifty listenership. Oh, for sure. Against all odds. And I don't yeah. think I, I don't actually want to put him in that position. And we, we might we might just cut this out entirely. You know what? <laughs> uh, here's what here's what I'll say about this episode. There's gonna be a lot of opinions stated about the girls. Because <laughs> yes. also the readers are very the readers are very upset with us that we haven't even said the word renaissance on this podcast for three weeks in a row. And it must it stops here. Unique. We won't break your soul. Unique! Yeah. But no one knows. The readers don't understand that we actually were waiting for the Queen's remix to come out to comment. That's it. We were waiting for the Queen's remix. And we're honestly waiting for the visuals to come out first. That that's the that's the realty is that we want the visuals to come out so that we want to like actually do a holistic thing about Act One. I'm so happy to talk about all of the girls with our guest. Our guest is, you know one of the girls, really. One of the girls, really. This term has been thrown around a little bit. Third host energy. Oh shit! Hell yeah! Third host energy. Not to put the pressure. Not to put the pressure on the guest. Yeah, I have the, a good well, feeling. Well, now <laughs> the guest better absolutely fucking bring it because to come up here and say third co-host energy, and if we've only been chatting for minutes off, Mike. Because peek behind the curtain, we did chat before. We did Mike. chat before in the vestibule. I think our guest is uh, uh, at this point a pop culture icon. It's true. Sorry, and someone who. <laughs> Someone who you see, and it's like what you're saying. Like I saw him at multiple points this year, and it was glamour. like, it was glamour. It was giving like, wait, how did you find your lighting? And because because like I, turn, <laughs> I because I turn and I see him, I'm like, oh my god! Like I saw him the other night at, at the Exley, and I I literally walk in to go <gasps> take a little piss, and I turn around, I whip around, and I see our guest just holding court, but lit in the night in the <laughs> Williamsburg night, and I go, oh. And it was lovely. He did compliment my skin at horse meat at horse meat disco. Well, it's because your skin has been looking insane, and I've actually said it on this podcast. It's 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 the zoom blur. I promise. Except, remember last night when we before we were going to see Titanic, which I did finally bring Bo and Yang oh to see Titanic. Oh my god! What did we ever find out? What that white flaky shit on your skin was? No, no. I put on a Joanna Vargas <laughs> face mask. That might have been it. 
It was calm. It was calm. No, I wish. I wish. What do you mean you wish? Like, you haven't been jacking off? I, it wouldn't land on my face. It wouldn't land on my. I don't know. Then, honey, you're not doing drag. You're not right, let's doing bring, let's drag. Let's bring in the guest. Let's bring in the guest. What do you say? Roll, roll up the, roll out, roll out, Bowen. Roll out. Okay, our guest is a legend. Um, he competed on Dancing with the Stars. He is truly the, with Cheryl Burke too, which is like that's not just competing. That's being no. part of the fabric of the show. Okay, let's just say that. Absolutely, absolutely, and he is a maybe the. But one of the Peloton instructors that we love. A may be the, but one of. Iconic. And maybe the, but one of. I think the. Well, that's not up to us, I don't think. But he's the he's the only one I really go for. And Period. it's it's really beautiful to develop that rapport with someone. You know what? It's like, it's speed dating. And then you always go back to the one that you're like, well, no, you took care of me since the beginning. 100%. You know? Absolutely. So anyway, absolutely. Please welcome... Cody Rigsby! Alright. I was like, I love the intro. That was a very iconic <laughs> intro. Thank you. Third third host was already be throwing around. Wow. I know. So now you better come fucking hard with your takes on the on the girls. And like already, like I was already nervous about today because like you bitches are funny and I gotta keep up. Like oh, it's Cody, like, no, it's the same Don't language. Be doing all that. We speak the same language. And I know. honestly, we really do. Let's level with the reader, the listener. We're all a little, we're giving a little Sunday tired, but we will transcend, but we will transcend. And there is no pressure. And I'm so sorry. I did not mean to put that pressure on any of us to deliver today. This is, I actually blame my being tired and I want to know how everyone feels. Actually, Chromatica fucked up my sleep. Because Fuck I actually me decided, up. Fuck I me decided up. to go hard at Chromatica. And then we really were up past Chromatica because what are you going to do? Not? What are you going to do? Gonna not? Do not? Ce- continue to celebrate the journey? I went hard for no literal reason. I went hard for no reason. I chose chaos and violence and just, I don't know why I went there, but I did. I think I took your class on the day of the, you, you did a class on the day of the show. Mm-hmm. And then I think, or no, but you had a, you had a class in the morning. I had a class at 10 a.m. And I didn't mm. get to bed till probably like two. But a, but a bitch is professional and I made it. And I, and I actually slayed the rides, honestly. They were one of, some of my best. There we go. I think I think you've been you've never been better, and I think you, you so it, will, it will it will maintain that way. What I, I really talked Thank myself you. into these holes. I'm like, this is <laughs> this, this is, is the third co-host. He has this never been better. He will never go back. <laughs> I'm it's, tired. Okay, Cody, what was your chromatical ball experience? Tell us. Yeah, come um, on, give impressions. I didn't get tickets to like. Like the day of, so I'm grateful yes. for that. I manifested oh. it. That was wonderful. She she was in the pit with all the little monsters, and I <gasps> had the best. You were in the pit. Time. You got the GA? pit, baby. Yes. Damn. I but I didn't want to get too close. I've seen I've seen her. You know, I don't need I need I don't need Gaga to spit on me. I needed it. I, oh. This actually was my first ball. I, I've seen her randomly at different live. I actually was Bone and I were bizarrely somehow we ended up at the Gaga and Tony taping. So that was the time I've seen her. But she was very much giving like, you know. I kept saying, where the fuck is Tony Bennett? He's going to pop up on that stage like like Michelle out of the Super Bowl. I was like, come on, Tony, let's go. Let's go, Tony. And land somehow more rock steady than she ever did. <laughs> exactly. Because oh let's, let's be Tony honest. Tony popped up and planted his arm on his hip, that would have been so iconic. What, a, what an iconic fag Tony Bennett would have proved to be in that moment. <laughs> but let's be honest, Gaga, uh, the first four songs was not dancing, and I was a little concerned. 
I was a little concerned for the for the first four songs. She was standing in gorgeous garments and <laughs> mm-hmm. on a wall horizontally, and I was like, I know, I know, there's something wrong with the hip, the fibromyalgia. I was like, what's right. going on? The and then. By fifth song, she was really hitting the steps. So I was very by, grateful. By the time Act One started. By the time Act One started, you got some you got some steps. The dancers were working very hard the first five songs. Yeah. They really were because she was um in this basically kinetic sculpture up top, um, screaming just dance while she was not moving herself, <laughs> not, which is a so no dancing beautiful. whatsoever. <laughs> and then the jaws of life came and took her out of the metal garment. And she finally began to, after we were all told it was the beginning of Act One, she was thrust, and we were all thrust, into Chromatica itself. Remember when we all sort of, as an audience, were sort of soaring towards the planet of Chromatica? And then Alice started, and it was very clear that she did not know if her name was Alice or not. But she right. was sort of, you know what I mean? Like, the narrative had begun. I think she knew. So and my, my question is, were the first four songs like a prelude? Is that what was going on? <laughs> I think it was yeah. prelude. I think I think in the um, Gaga story structure, it always goes at <laughs> prelude, Act <laughs> One, Two, Three, Four, Four, finale. Yeah, never in the history of opera, of theater, <laughs> of music has that ever been the structure. But she invented it. No, it made perfect sense in a chromat. It was a chromatic in structure. That's why yes. it didn't necessarily quote unquote make sense, but. Emotionally, we felt every beat. We really did. Now, Cody, what did you think she meant when she said to the audience at one point, she she goes to the piano and she <laughs> says, well, first of all, okay, no, no, no. First of all, let, let, let's go in order. She sings 911. And in the sort of rev up to the chorus, she screams to us, one of her first American shows, and she says, this country knows what to do in an emergency. Let's go. <laughs> My biggest let's go. Do we though? Okay, well, what was your do we? <laughs> Gaga, do we? She was also very, very demanding. She was telling us to like dance and jump, and like I was like, okay, yeah. enough, en- enough. Like, enough. I'm, I'm doing it. Do I need to do more, Gaga? <laughs> right. I just right, did this right. at 10 a.m., Mama. I just slow like, down. <laughs> damn, bitch. <laughs> I, I would disagree with that statement. I don't. I don't know if we do know what to do in an emergency. No, we've kind of no. been. We've kind of been fumbling the ball the past. <laughs> This country knows what to do in an emergency. What act even more chaotic? Like CDC says, fuck it. This because the CDC has said, fuck it. (laughs) Because like a a bitch can't even get a monkeypox vaccine. So like you know, like do we? (laughs) We don't know what to do. Oh, we share Instagram infographics. That's all we know how to do anymore at this point. Essentially, maybe she still thought she was in Europe, and she was like, oh fuck, I said this country. I meant one of the countries I just left. My bad, girls. Fuck, I, I I thought the social safety net here was different. <laughs> I thought that was something else. Okay, and then Cody, she, you remember her saying, because you know what'll happen when they try to come for gay marriage. You she know said, what's going to happen. If, and if they come for gay marriage, you if, know what's going to happen. When, when, when girl. If, if, when, when. I just remember literally everyone around me was just blank. <laughs> It was just, we were just like, like huh? Uh, we can't even engage in this one. We like, came here to, di- to disconnect, baby. We don't need to be reminded that it's that it's going away in a few in a few years. Oh there were my no God. tears. There were no tears. We were like, Mama Singh always remember us this way. We know you want to. Will you put that fucking foot on that piano and get to work? Yeah. <laughs> 
Give, play the heads. Put the foot on the piano. Put the foot on the piano. I will say, not having been to the other balls, I, I did leave the concert. And mind you, I had chewed quite the... You were flipping a little. You were... Chocolate mushroom. I, I, I was probably peeking, but I was leaving <laughs> saying that was the best concert of my life. <laughs> I loved it. I loved, loved it. I don't know if it was the best, but like, I loved it. Okay, we, we, we played this game, and it wasn't a game, but we asked everybody in the car this on the way home. First concert, favorite concert. Oh, okay. For you. Because I think, I think this, is, this is so instructive about Cody. I think if you learn this about Cody, I think it'll tell us a lot. I, I know, what is, what is yours? I know mine. First concert was, yeah, yeah, I, ever. Think, I think Aerosmith with my mom. Great. That's actually a good one. That's Very solid. That's I mean, really it's, giving, it's giving drag. It's giving drag. Followed Vocals. by Shania Twain. So that was, that was a good second one. And man, I felt like a woman. Um, and best concert? Yeah. If, if Chromatica Ball wasn't, then what was? <laughs> Beyonce's formation. I yeah. honestly like lost my shit. And I didn't have, I had like seats in the bleachers or whatever they called it. And I'm actually glad that I did because I got the entire visual art direction and I ate it up. So you were at City Field? Yes. I was also at City Field. Me, Sudi, and Henry, my boyfriend at the time, we were in the last row in the bleachers, the last <laughs> row, up against the fence. Like, if there wasn't a fence, we would have fallen down. We were by home plate. We were by home base. <gasps> What's baseball? Yeah, um, but correct. You were close. We were kind of, but we were on the total opposite end of the stage. So, like, we were, like, technically, like in the good seat. Like, if it were a baseball game, it would have been good, a good seat. But you're right. I, I I am glad that I got to see the whole, like, everything about that spinning cube was fucking crazy to me. It and then, amazing. remember she did, it was like right after Prince passed away and then she did Purple Rain. It was she Purple Rain thing. Oh. Unbelievable. Can my, I also, can I add another concert? Yeah, yes, go, go, go. Yes. Spice Girls reunion tour. I lost my entire shit. I, I saw it twice because I saw it, this is when I lived in North Carolina. I saw it in DC and my seats were horrendous. So I had to see it much closer. So I went again and I put it on my Amex and I probably didn't pay it off until probably eight years later. So, you know, whatever. Was that like yeah. 2000? No, that when was that? Uh, 2008 or yeah. 2007, something like that. Yep. I remember that because I remember, I, remember, remember when they did that documentary called Boys State? Remember when they did that documentary where it was like... It oh, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The five-hour-long documentary? I was at Boys State when the Spice Girls announced they were going to do that tour. And I've never felt like more of a faggot than in that moment. I was just <laughs> like, oh, I was around all like these military boys, <laughs> military-ass boys. Like, well, the Spice Girls are coming back. And they were like, get out of so? here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, you know you weren't the only like, one. And it wasn't uh, a get out of here like you're like, get out of here. It was like, okay, you can leave now. Like, get you, out of you here. You gotta go. You're, <laughs> you're actually ejected from the program. Um, did you watch the Shania Twain documentary on Netflix? It's I have not watched it yet. I have not it watched it. It is worth a watch. Good. She's been through it. She's been to hell and back. I mean, the whole shit about her husband cheating on her, like with their friend and her losing her voice because of the trauma of that and then having to relearn how to sing. It's really crazy. Wait, I didn't wow. know about that. I didn't know that either. Oh, yeah. Oh, she she like lost the ability to sing because largely because she was so traumatized by her divorce and then she got ill and then she lost the ability to sing and had to relearn how to sing. It was like, okay, not to bring in this like different current event. But why is this theme through the decades up and down like the spectrum of success? Like, why is it that like our ta most talented female singers and songwriters 
get cheated on by their husbands. And then they are fully, they're the ones who somehow suffer the most. Like the Michelle Branch news is driving me crazy. Oh, I can't believe it. I have a controversial take on it, which is the fact that he called the, do you know what happened, Cody, with Michelle Branch? I'm just gagged that you're, Still following Michelle Branch, but live. Okay, oh, she's okay like, no, 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 I I never stopped. And how oh, dare you? I'm so and sorry. How, <laughs> I, it's truly okay. So basically, for for readers, Michelle Branch was arrested <laughs> for domestic for domestic violence on Thursday morning, and it was because she found out that her husband, the drummer for the Black Keys, which I didn't even know still existed after 2005. Right. Cheated on her while she was at home with the baby with the six month old. Yeah. And so she slapped him twice. But when the cops showed up, there were no visible. Not that this like justifies the sort of idea, the concept of like domestic abuse or physical violence. Is your controversial take, Matt, that like he's a fucking idiot? He sucks. My controversial take is that he is a. He, he is a complete loser who mm. ruined this woman's life and then he comes home and takes two slaps to the face and then calls, calls the, the police. Cops. So then now she gets arrested and now because they're going to have a divorce, now she has an arrest record for domestic violence and like it's going to probably like affect like maybe even custody because he called the police on his small wife who slapped him a couple times because he humiliated her and broke her completely. I call bullshit on that one yeah oh yeah period can't be bothered to learn his name anyway sorry cody we're just we're we haven't we haven't unloaded on this we haven't downloaded each other on this on our reactions i just looked him up and he's just not cute so why why even they never are no drummer is gonna be cute that's a rule of culture uh, that's (laughs) rule of culture number 34 no drummer is gonna be cute but i don't care go ahead and think what you want (laughs) to think I just think that she is, she's so beautiful. She is a beautiful star. It, every picture that's in this news feed just looks like she's taking a picture with a fan of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, not no. no, here's me and my full on douchebag husband. We support Michelle. We love Michelle. Yeah, but that was not that was not a fun thing to hear about at all. But I think also the fact is like these these women like they marry these guys and they can't handle having like I I don't think they can handle having a dynamic wife. Like I mean, like mm. even like Shania like she, like Robert Mutt Lang was the name of her husband and he like Ro- Robert Mutt Lang. Mutt Lang. <laughs> yeah, who I think was also some he he was like a genius musician but and like actually revolutionized her career like her like second country album that came out before come on over like he jumped on it the documentary talks about this and it like he was like a rock musician so he made her country songs like pop and he did like um any man of mine and like all her like big country Mm. hits because the first album was like sort of successful like not as huge as her other ones and then come on over still to this day is the biggest selling female album of all time still to this day any genre any genre any genre it is the best selling album by a woman ever that's that's history that's not like whitney speaking of not whitney not adele not like any of any of like the the the, the, the more crossovery people that was the crossover album. I mean, come on over. Like, I mean, true. Our, our own Cody Rigsby went to the concert. He probably saw all types of folks. Oh, I, I can barely remember. It was also like the era of like <laughs> the height of people buying music. Because yes. a little bit after that, bitches weren't yeah. buying music. Napster, it, baby. Napster 
ended that quick. Napster said, taking you out back, music industry. <laughs> Shotgun to the head. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, Try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, temp to hire, part time, or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With their easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. My first concert was Mariah Carey, and my best oh. concert was, I think, it was Beyonce, but it wasn't Formation. It was when I saw her do four at Roseland Ballroom. Uh, she did Roseland. four shows at Roseland, and it was 
absolutely insane watching her perform for live like newly like free of Matthew like she, he wasn't managing her anymore she did that fucking incredible album and then watching her just tear it up and then the real gag was about a month and a half two months later was the VMAs where she revealed she was pregnant when she sang love on top and then dropped the mic and revealed her baby bump and but I was, was like, it a baby bump <laughs> okay, we have a truther here. We have a, a baby pregnancy though? truther. Was she I pregnant though? You know, this Who is knows? why, this is why it's giving third Carlos energy because we need someone I've, to come in with the controversy. I've seen the video and that bump, it, it, it <laughs> goes in. You think in. the bump folded? It you goes think the bump in, folded? it folded. It folded. It, I saw it with my very own eyes. Beyonce's mad at you. I mean, if there's, if there's one group of fans that you don't want mad at you, it is it's, the beehive. beehive, the beehive, the beehive, and, the beehive. And, and of course, Teresa Judice's tree huggers. <laughs> <laughs> the tree huggers are the beehive of the housewives community. That's a rule of culture number 44. The tree, the huggers, tree huggers are the beehive, are the beehive of, the of the housewives, housewives community. community. And they're all, they're militant right now as well. <laughs> I go, Bo, tell us. Mine, my first one was Imogen Heap, which I was telling Matt, I used to think was like not, a, not a cool so answer. crazy. Well, because okay, my parents didn't really like let me go to like concerts when I was growing up. Okay. They, would, like, they wouldn't know what to like take me to. So it wasn't until high school when like I had my own money to spend that like all of our friends in drama club were going to Imogen Heap. And then I was like, and it was a, an amazing show. Yeah. Uh, and it was on your MySpace. So, you know. Yeah. 100%. This was after the OC. Iconic this was- MySpace song. Iconic who didn't MySpace have that song. on their MySpace? <laughs> I'd like to meet someone who did not have that as their MySpace song at one point. At one point. At some point, yeah. Thinking yeah. that you were so unique. You unique? know what I'm saying? Unique. Like, yeah. oh just my thinking God. you were so unique. Well, that was the trap of indie music at that time was that it, everyone thought they were being so like crate diggy underground. Like, ooh, I really like dug this out of a record shop and it's like no every fucking 14 year old in the country has this because we're all watching the OC exactly. 100% yeah I only made it past the first season of the OC well it it, OC. It, it went off a cliff after the first season oh, I think I didn't miss much then okay but you did sort of miss some camp when Misha Barton threw that uh, pool chair into the pool <laughs> when the, she did, there she was did that first season it was, no, no it was the, sec- it was the first was episode of the second Tijuana. season Oliver Trask. Oh my God. Oliver was the best arc of television history. Oliver on the OC when he had a gun. Oh my God. That oh, and ter- then, that was terrible. And we've talked about how Samir Armstrong, <laughs> who played, um, what's her face? Like Anna. Sets, Anna sets the, the love triangle between Rachel Bilson, Adam Brody. No, 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 Adam Brody. <laughs> yes. Adam Brody. And, yes. and not Adrian she, Brody. Not Adrian. No, but not she, that Sa- hottie. Samir Ong, Samir Can I just Ong tell you, I cringed at that because I had an, like one of my first boyfriends kind of looked like Adrian Brody. So like I could never go. I just like, I, I can't. Wow. I, I, I completely it. disagree. But anyways. Bowen, what happened with Samir? We, we know what happened, but what happened? Tell the readers. She's like full QAnon now, I think. Yeah, right? she's Q. She's Q. It's actually roller culture number 10. Samir Armstrong, Armstrong Mama's, Mama's Q. Q. <laughs> but then best, but then oh, but, oh, but I, I will say about best. Imogen, like that—that oh. that is now like like they, they did a whole write up about this where it's like she <laughs> has influenced everybody now. 
Where Casey Musgraves, when writing, when she wrote Golden Hour, was like, what would it sound like if Imogen Heap made a country album? Like, that's what I want this album to sound like. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Ariana Grande doing like full, like full on covers. Um, we said Taylor Swift. I mean, you could argue that Delicate is like entirely a callback to something like Hide and Seek. Cody, is there a way <laughs> that we can convince you that like there's good Taylor stuff? Is it what's what, what's your? We don't have to get into it if you don't want to. Break it down for us, Mama Fish. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> it's a theme. So I had a boyfriend in college who yeah. really liked Taylor Swift. So I really, mm. I really, I really uh, liked like like Teardrops in the Guitar, Tim McGraw. Yeah. I can fuck with. Okay, what was like the really breakthrough album with We Belong Together or what? Fearless. Fearless was solid. And then what was the after? What was after that? Speak now, which people speak now. Which is I probably polarizing. know all three of those albums, and this is an this is a Las Culturistas exclusive. I've never said that before. Okay, and okay. I'm so you it actually know you know Coyrigsby knows Taylor Swift, Fearless, <laughs> and Speak Now. He's yes. off book, off book, off the record. Anyway, <laughs> on the record, Sorry, on the bitch. record, uh, off book, I, on the record. Title of app. I I just like I can't relate. Like she dances like a spaghetti noodle. Like I just don't think she's a good person. Like I just don't see it for her. Okay. 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 No. 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 This. This is totally. And but this, like this is totally fine. Shout out to everybody that lo- likes Taylor Taylor Swift. Like you know, like enjoy your enjoy your life. <laughs> I do enjoy my life I very do. much. Thank you very much. And so I would say the thing about Taylor is. I've actually noticed that sometimes people criticize me and Bowen for being so pro-Taylor because there was an era of this podcast, and this is true, and we're just going to come clean about it. There was an era of this podcast that was not pro-Taylor. And it it, it preceded, I believe, when was that? Folklore. No, it was not. It was like, it was like around like, then when 1989, when Taylor became so Taylor that like when she did get brought down a peg by Kanye and Kim and by a peg, I mean, almost entirely, it was when people were sort of like not happy to see her fail, but like they weren't concerned about her like, like, oh, no, our fave. It was like there were people that were sort of snickering at the fact that like she was she was revealed as being you know a calculated quote-unquote person (laughs) cody um but so i will just calculation for me everything is calculated that's what i'm saying like why are you at front you're you're the front row of every show with a new best friend and you're dancing and as the moment that the camera hits you you know exactly when to have fun and dance they probably don't even follow each other on Instagram. She probably doesn't even have this girl's phone number. You know what I'm saying? Like she's there with uh-huh. Selena Gomez and probably doesn't even have her phone number saved in her phone. Do you know what I'm saying? I, it, it was the most transparent when she did have all of like the season 11 girls of Drag Race with her at the VMAs. And it's like, you've never, you. Pro- I don't think you've watched an episode of the show except for maybe Jade Jolie doing you on Snatch Game. But otherwise, like I think... Like in the in the package of clips you got, like I don't think you have a full the full context for like who like you know fucking like Raja O'Hara is like <laughs> and <laughs> and she never was very vocal about anything gay for until that no video. yeah well she discusses that in the documentary the Miss Americana documentary where she's like she felt she couldn't be and I think that is when she was peak annoying was when she was 
the most famous pop star in the world when she was in her apex with the 1989 album and like the world started to burn around her and it felt like she wasn't doing anything about it when other people were and like maybe suffering for it when it felt like she was like the capitalist pop star like and you know the short little blonde bob the supermodels you know what i mean that is when the the carly class of it all that is when i think people were like not this and then when that all came tumbling down i think then she was we like i can say we were back on the up and up because i think she did get oversaturated and i think that we are guilty of not being like ride or die taylor throughout every era that i mean we're just gonna be transparent about it totally 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 but we're up we love her now But great businesswoman a great businesswoman you know like i i will respect (laughs) i do respect the check so you know respect the check and even Uh, redoing the album so she's getting more checks like congratulations we thoroughly stand okay period but then she comes out in her private jets yeah, I mean, but not the third co-host. Not the third co-host. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna siphon myself over here, <laughs> and uh, yeah. I oh yeah. my god, I I feel I feel like I really backed Cody into a corner with that. You with did the, it's with fine. the third. Okay, 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 okay. But I just I I people are gonna be mad, but it's okay. I, no, I I, I I live. I I I stand in my truth. I said everything that I said with my full chest, and that's okay. Yes, you, you do speak from the chest. You you come out with some takes in class and you do seem to have like a good emotionally mature response to all of... I'm sure you get some unhinged response based on the smallest things you say. Always. When you're on camera. Duh. Yeah, always. And I feel like that's like part of... That's like half of the job in a way is like knowing how to like handle yourself when you have to like know how to speak to like moms and you know like the suburbs and like fags in the city and like everyone in between you know like it's a it's 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 like a really trippy thing and i can't say i can relate because i feel like it's a very specific thing in terms of like uh the fitness space where it's like you really have to like present yourself as like this very like um understandable person does that make sense yeah i think i i I love that I get to like bring people like, you know, bring people into it. And like, yeah, the, the suburban housewives that don't have a gay friend, like they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're getting into the culture, you know? Yes. And like, yes, they allow themselves to kind of like feel the fantasy for a little bit. And why not? We, I mean, our, we say that our, our, our listener is a, a, a woman named Katie. Who's yeah. Who works in who was, she, she's a communications major who lives outside of Chicago is what <laughs> I say. 28. I, I, I wanted to ask you, out of 10, how many people that say they love what you do are named Katie? Like, out of 10, would you say? <laughs> for, uh, for me, it's like six. 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 Yeah, it's I was going to say. I think it's uh, six for all of us. In fact, literally the other night, Bowen, when we were leaving, so we were leaving the Chromatica Ball, the girl, girl came up, and I, I always ask, whenever anyone's like, hey, I'm a fan, like, I just wanted to say hi, I always say, I always ask what their name is. And this girl said, Katie, and I don't even react anymore. I'm like, Katie, it was so nice to meet you. Like, there, there's so many. It's an army of Katie's. We need to stop calling them the readers and call them the Katie's. Katie's. The Katie's. <laughs> like, the Katie's. Period. Like, if you're, if you've, if you've previously been a reader of this podcast, you are like, and that's what we call our beehive. You are now the Katie's. This is the Katie era. This is the Katie era of 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 of, of lost culture. Oh, speaking of which, Cody recently went to go see Katie in Vegas, right? 
Oh, I did. how good was that? I, I got my life. Bitch, it's hit after hit after hit, hit after, after hit. hit. After you hit. know the words. You know every yes. word to every fucking song. She's giving you camp. She's giving you theatrics. It was so good. I'm so glad uh, that I went. And that absolutely. was like a literal 24-hour trip because that was the only reason I was going to Vegas. It's the only way you can do Vegas. That We just went for my birthday. <laughs> Bowen didn't get to come. But. The straight community loves Vegas. The straight community oh, absolutely yeah. loves Vegas. It's their fire island in a way. <laughs> God. Not, no, I mean in a, in a major in a way. way. But it's so fun. I I do love a good hard like almost forty eight hours in Vegas. I do <laughs> because you do always do something stupid, and you do always remember. I remember all the stupid shit I did. Well, remember slash happily don't like remember all the stuff that has happened in Vegas, and I do believe it stays in Vegas. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's dark sided. It's not Christian. Like just keep it there. Oh, it's certainly not Christian. Oh no, it's the least Christian city. I went to her station. That's not even a rule of culture. That's a that's a rule of life. Like like Las Vegas. Las Vegas is not not Christian. Mm-mm. But you know, but, I I think the girls are all gonna are all ending up there. Are making pit stops there, and it's like we keep going because that's where the girls are. Who yeah. I need to reschedule is Kelly. I know Adele just rescheduled her her Vegas residency, but the Vegas reg- residency that was canceled, that was starting on April Fool's Day 2020, that was canceled, was Kelly Clarkson, who, of course, is my number one. I'm a big fan. Huge. I saw you on Kelly. You guys had a lovely time. Mm. She was lovely. Well, she was quick, honey. She, that was a well-oiled machine. It was in yeah. and out. I was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> oh, they give you a record. Did they, did they give you a record? A vinyl? As part of your I gift. think Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation. That's, That's a really good, good one. That's a really good one. Yeah. They they gave me not one that like matches me, which makes me think that like it's, it's they just pick it out of a box. What did she give you? What for people at home for the Katie's at home listening? The, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson gives all of her guests a vinyl as a gift, and she pers- also a beautiful gift bag. Beautiful gift bag. She yeah. personally picks it out. Like she actually got for Joel Kim Booster. Uh, she gave him the Back to Basics Christina Aguilera vinyl, which is a cool oh. one. Yeah, I don't know that she does pick it out because do you guys want to guess what she gave me? Mm. No, we don't want to guess. Mm. Okay. Bruce Springsteen's greatest mm. hits. Hmm. Homophobic. Maybe maybe she thought <laughs> I love I love Bruce Springsteen. I'm Electric not, chair. She thought she heard <laughs> SNL and she thought, oh, he's Mikey Day. She thought you were Mikey Day. <laughs> and Mikey <laughs> screams Bruce Springsteen. Also, Gaga talking about Bruce Springsteen. I am proud of her for knowing that she was in Jersey. You know, I, I feel like it was she's very <laughs> conflicted. Did she say she's in Jersey? She's in New York? You know, I, I don't know. Well, that's a thing with MetLife Stadium because when we saw Taylor, I, I again like, and I have to say, I want to stress, like Taylor is the majority of music that I listen to. I do love Taylor. You guys know I love Taylor. The, yeah, the majority Taylor. of the music that you listen to, I is wish Taylor I, Swift? I, I wish it was not because Cody, there's var- because there's variety. There's you're, you're you're getting a different a different fantasy with every album okay yeah you've got pop you've got country you've got pop country crossover you've got folky music you've got um i think that's about it (laughs) end game you have absolute gangster rap (laughs) 
<laughs> just kidding. I mean, yeah, um, stuff but she, Taylor said, at she Met will Life, try it though. She will she try it. <laughs> she kept talking about like, I love Jersey. Like, it's so amazing to be in Jersey tonight. Like, how's it going, Jersey? And we were like, Oh God, like we're in New York. And then as I think she did toss off, <laughs> she did at some point be like, she was like, Now who here came in from New York tonight? And all fifty five thousand people screamed. <laughs> Everybody. I will. Okay, I will give credit to Taylor. This is what I want. More, what I wanted more of Chromatica. I wanted more production value. I needed like a little bit more production value and Taylor had a fucking like snake coming out of the fucking goddamn oh, ground. Reputation was an incredible concert. You can watch it on Netflix. I'll I'll pass, but you know. <laughs> you I actually have girl. watched that and I, I, I uh, and you remember It's the when she's trying to be a pop star. It's just like no girl, that's not your lane. That's not your so lane. You Stay in you're your lane. not you like it when she was Taylor Swift with a hard R and a hard T and not sure. when she's Taylor Swift with a very loose A and a and a soft Cuz she's what a player, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Cuz we're going Katie's we're bringing back the word player like hey player. Hey player. Like, my, I wish I could date that guy, but I know he's a player. He's a player. Okay, put a put a pin in that. Well, no, let's just talk about this now. Okay, so she did put out um, in response to the three LW lawsuit. Oh um, yeah. So three LW is, is suing her for potentially stealing the lyrics. Players gonna play. Hate is gonna hate. For shake it off. Good for them. They need a check. They need a well, check. And I'm all about cha- and I'm all about chasing a check. So get get her. Absolutely. Get her. Get her. She might but, have to take one or two less private planes a month, but get her. <laughs> get her. I mean, every plane, by the way, every plane Johnny. flying over Kermat, every plane fly, flying over MetLife Stadium, every faggot in that stadium was like, oh, look, Taylor Swift. But uh, <laughs> if, Taylor has put out a statement saying that she has never heard of the of the group 3LW or the song Play is going play. The, which is ridiculous. <laughs> which it's lies, ridiculous. fallacy, lies, lies. That's insane. That is not true, Tay. Come on. And that's when I that's when I can't fully like support it. I'm like, no, like you can't like that was that was Radio Disney. That was all over Radio Disney. You know what I'm saying? Like you she, were listening to that. She has such the an encyclopedic and everything. Yeah, like, music. Get out of my fucking face with that. No. Uh, no, she has heard players they gonna play. I will say this. I hope that she throws Adrian Bylon Houghton some check. Because we know the reel is canceled. The reel is canceled. It's it's too bad. But I can also understand that Cody Cody's sort of approach to Taylor is informed by this, you know, this ex. That it's emotionally a little prickly because you you'll think of him if you listen to Taylor. You're a broken hearted. I mean, That's so what long this ago. is. It's so long ago, but I know it's think so I, raw. I moved it seems past so raw. That. No, you don't seem like you have. Wow. <laughs> you seem really raw. No, not what was he like? Was <laughs> what, what, what was it fun? How long did you guys stay? I was like, it was like nineteen. Like we did oh. it for like two years. Oh, like, you never forget that one. You never forget never. that one. Mm-hmm. Never, never, <laughs> never. Okay, I think it's time to ask Cody the question. Well, I, oh, I just want to say, I just want to say, before we ask the question and spin off, we do have to give Renaissance thoughts because here we are. Oh. We've talked about all the girls, and we have to give yeah. Renaissance thoughts. So let's just say, what are your unique thoughts about Renaissance? What are your thoughts? No one else has. Go. That no one else has? Well, because they've heard... Mm. Uh, the Katies have heard all the other takes. Yeah. Last Coach is coming in hot f- almost a month late. My, my unique thought... My unique thought is, <laughs> unique? To, li- is to listen <laughs> to it on a plane. If, if the next time you're on a Ooh. plane, Katies... I, you're gonna, you're gonna. It's like watching a movie on a plane. It's like you're, you're really gonna be hit in a different way, in a more impactful way. It really opened up the rest of the album for me. Like, like, like I was more like I was more of a back half girl than on a, on this 
flight recently, I was listening to the front half and I was like, wait a minute, this whole thing is incredible. Wait, so you were, you didn't, the front half didn't hit for you at the jump? Because like, like Cuff It and Cuff It, cuff it by and the way, when, when Lizzo heard Cuff It, she was shaking in her boots. When Lizzo mm-hmm. heard that song, it's a very Lizzo track. Let's just be honest. It's a it's it's a Lizzo-esque track. It's a Lizzo-esque track. And there is this conspiracy, not that. a conspiracy, but there's a theory that Beyonce does not like Lizzo. Oh, wow. Well, why? Because she wasn't mentioned in the... In the well, I, think, um, I think now all of wait, these... Wait, wasn't, like, wasn't she mentioned in that though? She was not mentioned. In the Queen's, in the Queen's remix? remix? Lizzo was not mentioned in the Queen's remix. Also missing is Mariah, I'll say that. And Brandy. Brandy and Be- Becca, producer Becca says, but she did give Lizzo a birthday post. Okay, question Becca. Mark. Okay, thank so- you so much because I wanted it to not be true. So thank you so much for disproving. All right, so that, I, I think also want to know. I also want to know why the track "America Has a Problem" is not political at all. I thought it was going to be very political, and it, it, it's it's not. It's not I whatsoever. Love- I'm obsessed with the fact that it's called America has a problem and everyone was like cracking their knuckles getting ready for that and then it's just about more about her fucking I absolutely love it she's like and I fuck my husband like this too by the way and it's like but America has a problem America has a problem I thought America had a problem we were gonna have a discourse about it what happened I thought we would talk about how America had a problem I thought Beyonce was gonna help solve the problem but no she was like nope sometimes Beyonce gets it from the back from Jay and I was like oh okay okay well that colors in some lines at least I, I mean Jay Jay's he definitely got a break on this album. Not a negative what, word about the man. <laughs> the booty gonna do what it want to. Okay, yeah, and that is facts. <laughs> I would say my unique thoughts about Renaissance are that it is the album of the year. Obviously, that's not yeah. a unique thought, but I would say that well, it won't win first, Grammy. It won't win the Grammy. Just like watch, you it know won't what? Win the Grammy. Like if it doesn't, I I will protest. I will take to the streets with the fervor of any other issue. America has a problem, and honestly, America will have a major <laughs> problem, and I will be saying shouting it from the rooftops. And it won't be about how I got it in my butt. It will be about how Beyonce doesn't have an album of the year Grammy after this year. It must happen. It does seem like there's going to be two more chances, this being an act one of three, but I hope that they don't like, you know, Lord of the Rings this shit and wait till the last one to give it the big award because we must award Beyonce now. Like, do do it in the now. Like, award these people now. Say to the talented people of now, we recognize you're talented now. Don't let it be like Anne Heche, who we're only saying, hey, you know, she was a good actress after she's tragically passed. And I'll get to that in my I don't think so, honey. But back to my unique thoughts on Renaissance. I believe that, yes, it is like a cohesive album. Like you can listen to it through and think, wow, I got my life. There is a standout track. It is Alien Superstar. And I think it has risen to the top. And I think that we can't deny that. No, that's undeniable. It is, that, it is the song. You guys both think it's the song? Well, now that the Break My Soul Queens remix came out, I think that's the song. And I think it's like... I, I just think it's watershed, but like Alien Superstar, I mean, Virgo's Groove got a lot of attention off the top, and I totally like agreed with that. I do love Summer Renaissance. I love the Donna Summer sample. I think that's like, really? You don't, Cody, you don't stand Summer Renaissance? It's fair. It, it, look, I, I'm just appreciative that it's a, a body of work because yeah. people don't make a body of work. To quote right. Beyonce, people don't make a body of work anymore. And I appreciate a body of work that I can listen yeah. to from front to back. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Summer Renaissance is. It's solid. I, I like it. I by the I guess like it's solid. by that it's time solid. you're like okay. I've I've heard the album. Yeah, but I I I have not stopped listening to this fucking album. Like okay, that's crazy. You, you, what's your unique thought? Unique? 
I told you. Wait, 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 what was that? America has a problem. It's not political. Oh, and that America has a problem. It's not political. Right, 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 right. Mm. And this moment in American history to not be political on America has a problem. Beyonce, we're looking at you with an awkward eye, but also always satiated by you telling us how you're getting it. This is a hot take, and I'm gonna. I feel like I'm gonna. I just question. Yeah. Uh oh. Beyonce is using the, the 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 queer culture, but was she about the queer culture until this album came out? So. This funny. I'm just. So this, it's just devil's advocate. Like I'm yeah, not no, no, making no, no. a statement. I'm just asking a question. No. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm let, loving this third like, Was Beyonce like last year in Pride? Everyone was like, Beyonce's coming to this dingy Brooklyn club, and everyone's got to be there. She did not come. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like her team was there or whatever the fuck. Yeah. yeah sure, yeah. but whatever. But I'm like. <laughs> So, Becca's so up. Becca no. Becca has announced in the in the in the chat that she is of Beehive, and now she I, <laughs> I can feel her rage. So this album is dedicated to her gay uncle, and there is a speech she gave attributing him in the community. Yes, we know all about Uncle Johnny. The, 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 the Glad Awards. Yes, the Glad Awards, and she was she was awarded with a Glad Award, and she gave a very emotional speech about Uncle Johnny and Uncle Johnny's in the liner notes, etc. Bowen Yang, take the floor. Well, I think Matt and I both chuckle anytime we think about the fact that before even before this album came out anytime we think about the fact that after britney and madonna kissed at the vmas her response to the media was that she was disgusted by <laughs> but i don't know that she was disgusted Wait, because she of was? the homosexuality of it even I though think, she yeah, is famously it, a christian girl she's a christian girl but i think she was she's she, a church girl she's a church yeah. girl don't hurt nobody but she i think she we, we can't quite pinpoint yeah, okay, Becca says you're not wrong there. Okay, so we have Beehive confirming this. And we are, of course, Beehive as well. Oh, I, f f firmly, firmly. Firmly, best concert firmly. of my life, Formation. Okay, Formation. But, and it's interesting that you bring this up, Cody, because I was about to bring up how uh, I, I was in North Carolina, of all places, working mm. this job, and I was working with a bunch of heteros, and they were like... The straight community. The straight community was like, as a little confused by it, because they're like... And then one person even said... It sounds like she's like using lingo that's like that just doesn't sound right on her. And I'm like, oh, well, that's definitely not true. It's not that it doesn't sound right on her. It's like she like she's representing a community that invented the lingo. I have but, to say completely insane for straight people to say this lingo doesn't sound right on it's her. Like, <laughs> that is they laughable. Can, they cannot be the ones to say that. <laughs> like but jail I, time for them. I think it's just that like electric chair. <laughs> electric chair. Literally. I think it's an adjustment. I think like. I think that we just we we are not used to to Beyonce being this like direct <laughs> and faggoty exactly. You get the sense that like so many of these pop stars know and make it a part of their thing that they are gay icons. You know what I mean? Like Lady Gaga's allyship to the queer community is so intrinsic in what she does, and like it feels like in terms of the queer community and in terms of being a queer icon, which Beyonce so undoubtedly is, it never seemed top of mind for her. Only seemed like recently that she's even really publicly acknowledged her uncle Johnny, who we're now to believe was like a major influence on her. And it just seems like maybe this was a little bit more of a struggle in her growing up and in her maturity than it was for her peers that are like, major pop stars who have been like unabashed about being queer icons and allies to the queer community. Because while I'm like not doubting it at all, and this is like an extremely like lived in, like experiential piece of work that she's made. It just seems like she's never been out here being like, Hey, gay is okay. Doja cat. 
She didn't even make a no hate picture in the early 2000s. <laughs> oh, wait. That's what Gaga meant. If they come Fucking after gay Megan marriage. Megan McCain was doing it before Beyonce. <laughs> if they, <laughs> if they come after gay marriage. Guys, don't Beyonce, us. We're, we're teasing. We're teasing. We're teasing. But if, they, if, if, they, if Gaga says if they, don't, if they come for gay marriage, then Beyonce will do a no hate. Picture. Thank God. <laughs> then we're getting telephone part two. <laughs> then we're getting telephone part two. You know what's going to happen. Still waiting. Telephone part two. Where's the pussy wagon? <laughs> Pull it up. Pull it up in the Sri Lanka. <laughs> Pull up in the Sri Lanka. But you're right, Matt. I think, like, this is speaking to, like, the fact that she has had to maybe catch up on a lot of things, especially after you pointed out that, like, after she dropped her father, after Matthew Knowles was out of the picture in the business side of things. Yeah. She was able to like be like write from a more perform from a more liberated place, yeah. not be like this fucking doll for someone else. And I think I think yeah, this is probably just a journey for her. Like like her awareness. What's up? But even like uh, the form formation era was like the f- I don't I, I'm not I'm the, not the first time, but like where she was very liberated in her blackness too. You know what I'm saying? Like sure. so for her to like also do this like the album after. Maybe that's what I'm give, give her I, the credits. What I was of course, say. of course, of course. You know, I think that like she she always was, but I think that there was like an immediacy to it, which was like very very important to the moment. And I think like it's this thing, like we said with Taylor, like it's like you we do look to these people to make statements to the people now. Like you do have to when you have a platform and you have influence, like. You don't have to do anything, obviously, but it's immensely helpful. We see what happens when these people speak to their fan bases. So when it feels like someone is like a washed out version of what they can be, like now we notice. And so when it comes to these very calculated pop culture icons and these fixtures in pop culture, there is always a question of how is this serving you? You know what I mean? Like whenever you're speaking to and speaking for a certain community, I think. So I totally understand like where that's coming from. And I also think like it's touchy. You know what I mean? Like it, whenever yeah. anyone is like, I am speaking for the queers now. It's so it's like you sort of get this like intrinsic thing like, oh yeah, of course. And they always have, but then you backtrack and that's not really true because, you know, there's different things at play. But I think with Beyonce, I think she is like kind of giving us like dumping a lot of knowledge download onto us. Like with the Queens remix, it's like, OK, yes, like she, she's nodding to all of the houses yeah. And she's nodding to like all of like the, the girls from the past. Taking like, it back for sure. She's taking it back. And it's I mean, that's it's a genius piece of music in terms of absolutely reclaiming the song Vogue, but also not shitting on Madonna. You know, no. you're not you're, you're not like saying, fuck you, Madonna. Like this was our thing and you made it yours for a second. It's like, no, like it, there's this beautiful intersection of things that like you can sort of pay homage to that, but also like try to move forward with like the ownership of it. But yeah, I, but I'm saying like, I think that's like, that's, that's where I get the sense like Beyonce is not doing this in bad faith or not doing it just for the clout. No, 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 I don't think she is either at all. When I first heard that new bridge on the Queens, I, guess, I, 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 I had to, I literally had to pause it and stand up because I was like, oh, <laughs> this is such a moment. This is such an, a genius moment. And like, it also was just so like, 
now those people are solidified in time. You know what I mean? Like, and there's like, like, and like, yes, I love what you said about like her not like shitting on Madonna. She instead made Vogue their thing. You know what I mean? Now it's something that truly can feel like it is a celebration of all these icons, like from this community, because when you think about like, like Madonna, like, taking ballroom culture and then and then using the word vogue and then shouting back to the white actresses of the past like it is a little weird <laughs> cody great perspective i just i yeah. didn't even think yeah. of, i didn't even think about that yeah it yeah. just doesn't yeah. it doesn't it's not like a it's certainly not an a to b nor is it an a to c it's like a what it's like what are we saying like dietrich yeah. and dimaggio for vogue and you're voguing yeah. in the video like what is the connection here just that you're in black and white and they did movies in black and white i don't know but, you know, it just I, I feel like it all makes sense and comes together in a gorgeous, stunning way now. And I love the song, love the album and love Beyonce, obviously the artist of our lifetime. Yeah. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time, or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted, 
Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas that's chime.com forward slash culturistas chime feels like progress the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp bank na or stride bank na members fdic spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network atm withdrawal and otc advance fees may apply terms and conditions apply go to chime.com slash disclosures for details i think it's time to ask cody a question which is cody rigsby what is the culture that made you say culture is for me this is the formative pop culture for you um, that you can can trace back to your beginnings. Seeing Britney Spears in a bohemian outfit with a fedora hat barefoot out of a gas station bathroom while people <laughs> asked for her signature really fortified just so much joy and excellence in my life. I knew that then... I could be anything that I wanted to be and that a messy boy from the South would achieve mm-hmm. greatness only because she paved the way for people like us. And that mm-hmm. is when I knew that the culture was in fact for me. Yeah. Wow. I, and for wow. it to be a full paragraph. I mean, like literally thesis statement on the essay. That was beautiful. 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 You felt you could be the messy Southern gay because of that messy Southern girl. (laughs) From Kentwood, Louisiana. Honey, remember the name. (laughs) Now, is this the moment where she... Was it... Was this the same? It was not when she was, like, going through, like, uh, very messy times and shaving the head. No, this was... This is, like, peak fame. Like, this was peak peak like maybe like after in the zone right she was mm. probably maybe dating k-fed at the time but just touchable really went into that bathroom with no no shoes wow no fucks to give no yep. fucks to give no shoes no fucks to give title of that no shoes no, shoes, fucks, no to fucks to give, to give. that's um, actually the title of her book yeah i, <laughs> that's I coming so. out. <laughs> how are you feeling about britney in the present moment like what are your thoughts I just want Brittany to be happy. I just want yes. her to live her life. I that is the getting, company line. <laughs> I hope that she's getting great dick from that very handsome man. Yeah. And, that's for um, sure. Yeah. That yeah. That's, that's about it. I don't need new music from her. I, I honestly... Certainly like, not. If she wants to make it, congratulations. But I don't, I don't need an album. She's, she's literally given us a lifetime of yep. hits, hot tracks, bops. Iconic performances. We're gr- we're good, babe. Like we're go good. take a take a break, take a nap, go sleep, go take care of them kids. I don't know. Just like you're good. Yeah, agree. Yeah. I, I. What are you think? What are you feeling? What are you guys feeling about this uh, Elton John track? It'll be cute. It'll be interesting. It'll be like um you know um the the Dua thing doing Rocket Man. Mm. I did like the I did like Dua though and Elton John. That 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 caught me by surprise. That I actually liked it that much. Not that I'm not an Elton John fan, and I'm a huge Dua Lipa fan, but sometimes right. you know when you mix old and, you and new, know. it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. 
But Gaga and Elton also slayed in Chromatica. We we didn't get that at the tour, but it's we okay. did not get signed from above, which I think we did is- not. <laughs> but Tony Bennett, it's because Tony Bennett couldn't make it. He was going to do Elton's part. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Bennett going, I was immortal. <laughs> Would have been a gag. <laughs> I was immortal. <laughs> oh, that's good. You that's think good, so, Lauren? Man. Lauren? Lauren? <laughs> Matt has a Tony Bennett doing Elton John. Could be interesting. Gaga's <laughs> coming interesting. to host. Gaga's coming to host. For Joker Foley, I do. <laughs> Cody, I think I think so much of your the moment I became obsessed with you was when you know we all learned the rule that like when you play Britney Spears we we fuck shit up that's fuck your shit one up. rule. I have not. I I need to revisit the fact that she taught me everything I know about how mm-hmm. to listen to music, about how to like every um, watch music videos. Yeah, every homosexual every homosexual on Fire Island is dressed like a two thousands Britney Spears video. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They've got the rhinestone G-string out. They've got the <laughs> they've got the bra top. They've got the sparkle pants. Like everybody is dressed like a Britney Spears video right now. Uh-huh. 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 I always like, say there was there was the day before Britney Spears was a thing, and there was the day after. I mean, it was a sea change. It was a sea change. Nothing solidified my homosexuality more than like the oops, I did it again performance at the VMAs. Mm-hmm. Right. <sighs> She could rock a fedora. The fedora is actually kind of thematic in her in her. She really though. loves a fedora. <laughs> like she's she's loved a fedora for far too long. I I, <laughs> I would say stop, but like I'm gonna let her no. live. It's her thing. Well, let her even let her. They really placed that fedora on her on her head during the uh, blackout album. They're like, okay, we need we need something to fix this picture. <laughs> Here you go, girl. <laughs> Yeah, her influence on fashion at that time, that really thrust us into fedora era, and that was not good for the majority of people. Before Justin Timberlake, to be honest. Before Justin, but fedora was, oops, I did it again at the BMAs, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In the zone. In the zone, the music video. Uh, Yes. Yep. And then the Give Me More album. And the Give Me More Blackout. Blackout album also. Wait, have we clocked this as a culture yet that like, she has this through line in her, well, in her wardrobe. I mean, like, it, it just said, it pretty much says everything that, like, the Britney Spears lookalike in the Crimea River music video was really only a lookalike because she had blonde hair and a fedora as she mm. walked into her home. And they were like, we know who that is. God, what a tacky guy. Ugh. Ugh. I d- not a fan Electric not chair. <laughs> Yeah. So electric far it's been chair. Kelly Clarkson, straight people talking about. <laughs> no, I didn't say electric <laughs> like, chair for Kelly Clarkson. Oh, no. Yeah, well, Jay, you, you, oh, yeah, I did. I did. You did. Why are we electric chairing Kelly? For giving me a Bruce Springsteen, a Bruce Springsteen vinyl. Bruce Springsteen albinal. But it no, was, it wasn't give her, her a chance. Let her free. It was her people. It was her people. Don't I don't like thinking about Kelly in the electric chair. No way. We would never let it happen as a culture. Never. And I then, just found 115 images on Getty images of Britney Spears in a fedora. <laughs> yeah. On Getty. Not even on Google. <laughs> on Getty. <laughs> I believe there's a New Year's Eve moment here is what I can tell because she's performing in Times Square. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I think I think we're about to get the fedora back in full force. I don't want it. 
Do you think that? Do you think that a Bowen? I don't know about you in a fedora. I certainly I'm don't not, know I'm about not, me I'm in not a fedora. One. Cody, I guess I kind of I see you in a fedora. I really I see do. you in a fedora. If anyone, if anyone can like be the Britney Spears like influencer <gasps> oh. in fashion and the culture, it could be you. Um, excuse me. This is giving guys and dolls. I'm not here for that. <laughs> I just like I can't. Do you know what I just realized again that we have to talk about is your Mickey Mouse tattoo. I'm not a, a Disney adult. Well, I do. I, I, says otherwise, darling dear. I do appreciate going to the parks from time to time, but you're, you're, you're Mick, I have a lot of girls. Mickey apparel. I have a lot of Mickey apparel. I think Mickey is a pop culture Americana icon, no doubt. Okay, but and I'm then not a would... Disney adult, so I just want to get this, the facts together. Okay, so we let's get the facts together then, because I would say, and Bowen, let me know if you agree, that having oh? a lot of merch and having a tattoo of Mickey on your bicep does no. make you more of a Disney adult than like not going to the parks like, I don't know, once every couple months. No, Matt, I think Cody is like in our, in our fantasy where we do not identify as Disney adults either, but... You know we love to fuck it up at the parks. We fuck we fuck shit up at the parks. We really do. And that's what it's about. It's it's about enjoying. It's about just going there and enjoying. You're so right, King. What? 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 No, I was promised one chaperone trip to Disney after doing Dance with the Stars, and I have not. I have not cashed in that token yet, and so I'm waiting. What? Which one? World or world or land? Like Anaheim I think, or I think either one. I think you got to go to world then. If they're offering you the opportunity, you have to go to world. And also, like I know for a fact that Kenya Moore, they took her down to Disney World, and they did. They when she was on, they were literally doing like pieces in in front of Rise of the Resistance, like her and her <laughs> dance partner. And she brought her daughter Brooklyn, and she was like, "I'm so excited to be in Disney World." And it was like definitely like packaged pieces. <laughs> exactly. And you were on the season prior to Ms. Moore, correct? No, we were on the same season. Yeah, the same well, then season. where were you? Why didn't they bring you down? Bitch, I had COVID and I was sick. That's oh, why. No. Oh was... my God. Yes. You were, you iconically had COVID during the comp. It was tragic. It was really tragic. That was so fucked up. That was a lot. Was what a is lot. Cheryl Burke like? She is. It, you know what? Our relationship, it took a while to like warm up to each other. It was hard working really? for, for the first uh-huh. like. Three weeks. Yeah, just because we're both two strong personalities. She's been in the game for a really long time. Yes, she and we, has. We, I think we butted heads for like the first few weeks. Not even butted heads, but I was just like, I had to absorb a lot. But then I, I started to really understand understand her and also understand that whole machine. And I had so mm. much more respect and love for her once I like sat in that ballroom more and more because that whole process is like mental and emotional, just gymnastics. And it takes so much to be in that space, like a competition mm. like that. Oh, live. Yeah. So like my respect for her grew so much throughout the process, just like observing her and like, yeah. And you did incredible. I mean, so third, that's like amazing. second runner up. Thank you so much. You yeah. Know? Not for nothing. It was great. I mean, it was great. I'm so glad I did it, but I was so happy it was over. Like, right, I just, right. it, I what, like, I was just like, okay, I did that. I did that. It's over. Great. Oh, and that was when, that was when you had your classes in like the LA store or something. In, in Venice. Venice. Yeah, there was yeah, a yeah, Venice. Yeah. There was a store in Venice. Yeah. And it was like, it was such, it was, it was like, a, it was very jarring for me to like. It was very makeshift. Like, it was very makeshift where we made it happen. And I, I appreciate Peloton's, um, help. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you get this all the time, but like, um, 
I'm literally telling you what you've heard from every other single single person from Katie. who rides Peloton. From, from the Katie's. Katie's. From Katie's. Yeah. But like, I, I really, it, it really was a thing where Cody was like keeping me, like was like a friend that like, especially in like early lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, fuck it. I'm getting a fucking Peloton. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't do this. Um, and then it was like, discovering Cody and being like, oh, he's the only one who plays the shit I like. Great. Then like, he's my guy. And it was just like, oh, great. Like Cody's just like, and you, you got, you guys all like keep it positive, which I know sounds not trivial, but I know it sounds like, oh, sure. Like it's a, like that, that feels implicit, but it's like, it's so hard to do. <laughs> it's very hard to keep it like real, but mm. light. No, that's kind of always the real, that, that is kind of all a, a rule for me. It's like, you can talk about deep stuff or you can kind of get a little like, I don't want to say, ne- yeah, you can get negative or bring, bring up mm-hmm. stuff that might be uncomfortable, but you kind of always got to find a way to like, not spin it, but like find the positive in it. Yeah. Sure. Cause like people are, cause people are coming in class. They don't want to, they don't want to be down. They want to be up. I they want to be up, you know, like there you go. So that's the rule. That has to be tough though. Like to be effusive all the time. You know what I mean? Like that is, that is like texting. Well, in that space, it's only for like 30 or 45 minutes, but I think right. r- even this like summer, I've come to like, gr- like butt heads with it. Like sometimes I'm like, I'm not in a great mood and I have to like turn it on, right. you know, yeah. right. I'm sure that's I'm sure, part of all this. I'm sure yeah. with you this summer with fire Island movie, like you, you had a lot more bombardment of people and like having to turn it on more often. No, definitely. It was more yeah. than it would have been. Although I kind of, I think, and maybe Bowen thinks this too, but like there was so obviously an end point to everything we were doing. It just feel like, and we were so grateful for this, but because the movie was successful and that people really enjoyed it, the, the, the like press of it all and the conversation around it felt like, and also the pride month of it all felt yeah. like it kept going, right. which is like, you know what I mean, Bo? You agree? Yeah, totally. But I, I think people are also more understanding now. It's not like not to compare ourselves to like Britney Spears when she was at the height <laughs> of her fame, but like yeah, that was a completely different culture around fame where it was like there was no compassion whatsoever or empathy or like understanding yeah, of yeah, what yeah, this yeah. person would be going through. And I think like, yeah, I think any, anyone, anyone can understand that like we are just real people and like, mm-hmm. you know, when we like, you know, are walking around and they want to say hello and it's, and it's, it's lovely. I think. I think people are very respectful. It's very. It's lovely, and especially because you're you're doing, you're having a positive impact on people. You can't be mad at someone. You can't be mad or like upset that someone's going to tell you that like you had a a, a positive influence on their life. Yeah. No, it it makes me happy and smile uh, every absolutely. single time. Nice. Every single absolutely. time. This actually dovetails nicely into my. I don't think so, honey. So shall we transition, though? Let's do it. Oh my god, this okay. is like, uh, guys, this is like lip syncing for my life. Like, this it's is, the Olympics of drag. It's the Olympics is, of drag. It's the Olympics of drag. I better get a fucking legendary legend star after this. You're getting one. You're getting one. Uh-huh. Everyone gets one. It's it's like a participation trophy, which it often was on Drag Race. Oh, oh my god. I actually don't even really mean that. It was just like right there for me. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. 
Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, Try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time, or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20-plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick-and-mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn, and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for where you want to get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. Okay, so this is Adam Thinks Honey is a 60-second segment where Bowen, Yang, Matt Rogers, that's me, and our guest today, that happens to be Cody Rigsby, third co-host energy, all the dude all day. <laughs> we um, all take a minute uh, to rant against something in culture that deserves to be absolutely dragged, and Bowen, I do have something. Okay, this is Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So Honey. His time starts now. 
I don't think so, honey, the way that we did Anne Heche. Like, if you really look uh, back to the beginning of when she became super famous, it was extremely homophobic. And then when she was having struggles with her mental health, like, she was derided and like her career was basically destroyed. If you look back at her work, like, n- taking out the way that she passed completely, like, this was an incredibly talented actor. Like, watch Birth. Watch Six Days, Seven Nights. Watch, um, you know, like, all her entire like, body of work is so good. I know what you did last summer. Like there's just so many things that she was in that you forget she was in because she was so in the fabric of movies. Like the Psycho um, remake that they did in '98, Gus Van Sant did a remake of Psycho, shot for shot. It is so incredibly difficult to do be iconic and be singular in a shot by shot remix, but a remake. But she was in a remix. Anne Hage was incredibly talented. Like she d- passed away Five in a second. tragic way. Obviously, she could have hurt a lot of people, but I feel like we have to just remember the positive and not drag these, especially women who are having real life struggles. And I just think we need to be more compassionate about people who are having mental health struggles. This is my, I don't think so, honey. And that's one minute, 100%. Um, I, w- I just, I've been thinking so much about like, you know, obviously, like the way she died was like a sensational thing. Like it was crazy. Who knows what she was going through and she could have hurt someone. And thank God the, woman that whose home that she crashed into was okay and so were her pets like there was very minor injuries but you know I think that this was someone who was very obviously for decades dealing with like serious mental health situations and I just wish that we always could have been this compassionate like you think about it with Brittany too obviously we talk about it so much but like I don't know just leave people alone and she was like an incredibly smart and talented woman and it's a shame that she's not around to do more stuff because she was always good and talk about someone who was very singular who had a very specific individual identity and energy as a performer that's her and she's we are worse off for not being able to watch more of her stuff yeah it's all it's all really so sad so sad but yeah about don't make fun of people that that are, that are going through mental health stuff it's that, that's really dark like ugh. Gaga and literally I'm, said that at Chromatica Ball yeah compassion she, she said have compassion for people with mental illness because anyway. if you if you if you twittered like hashtag Anne Heche like even after her death wow Twitter was dark it oh, was really rough it's not gonna be good it's not gonna no. be like of uh, course, because it's Twitter, but you know, just just something to remember. Were the girls dragging her on Twitter? Oh yeah, oh just, yeah, or just oh. just making a punchline out of it, which is so fucked up. That's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. It's a I think maybe people thought because she didn't die right away that it was okay to make jokes about, but um, yeah, because I mean it. Yeah. Well, anyway, but <sighs> Bowen Yang. I have something. Funny? Okay, that's amazing. yeah. I think this is an important one, and I think I'm sure you guys will agree important even this is mm-hmm. bolognese i don't think so honey his time starts now i don't think so honey the delta sky lounge having frittatas and not scrambled eggs oh this I is want, major when i want breakfast if for an early flight and i go to the delta sky lounge which i have earned my place in mm-hmm. i have i've built up the credit to have a platinum amex card so i can what get into the club the get- space the fantasy of the Delta Sky Lounge. Get I walked into the one at LaGuardia this morning and all I wanted was a scrambled egg and two bacon strips. But no, what do I get instead? Egg white frittatas and sausage and pork sausage. No, honey. I wanted a specific fantasy and you were not able to afford that to me. I, I loved the cantaloupe, loved the berries, loved the bagel even. 
had, had they, they, they had a fucking 15 Italian seconds. cream cheese for your nerve. But I needed the scrambled eggs. I always need scrambled eggs. Don't make it fancy. Don't give me a little circle, little hockey puck of eggs. Five seconds. I want a nice fluffy little mound of egg and cholesterol. And that's one minute. I think that every Katie listening right now can identify <laughs> with that one. Because they're all Delta, Delta Sky Lounge complaint. All the Katies are Delta Gold, not Platinum, not Diamond. But they're, they they're better gold. be. I mean, Deltas, <laughs> Deltas are that are that girl. Um, yeah, I will say I I too have worked up my points to become a member of the Delta Sky Lounge, and those frittatas don't look good. And no. just make eggs. It's not giving. It's not. What giving. is the big deal? And no iced coffee in the Delta Lounge. <laughs> We need iced coffees in the Delta Lounge. <laughs> period. Period. People are turning this off. <laughs> it's true. Becca said Becca it's says, crazy they Be- don't have it. Becca said it is crazy they don't have it. They don't have iced coffee? No. No. I mean, you could make it. You could make it, but you know it's but not that's the same. The worst. That's the worst. And I hate no. it. Don't, don't fuck around with us. No. Okay? You it's know you Europe. can't make it. They'll it's probably get a Europe. Celsius before they get before they get iced coffee. Listen, I'll take a Celsius. I love a Celsius. How did Celsius become that girl? Like she really became that girl out of nowhere. Which- here's here's what happened. Jonah Hill was fucking chugging them on the set of Don't Look Up, <laughs> and then he recommended it to everyone: Leo, Meryl Streep, you know, fucking uh, Kate Blanchett. Wait, is this how she became that girl? Literally? I think this is part of, I think Jonah Hill, <laughs> legit, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even lying. This is T. Like Jonah Hill was like their brand ambassador. It wasn't even getting paid. He was just like, this stuff is amazing. I don't crash. It's, it, the flavors are cute. Oh, I like, crash. <laughs> I don't, I don't crash. I think someone, I think it's because someone told me you don't crash on these and it's placebo and I just believe in my body. Yeah, just like, I've definitely yeah. crashed. Yeah, Becca Becca confirms they have a Starbucks machine to make hot lattes, but no ice. It's not Europe. It's like they sell it at the grocery store now. They sell big, big, big things of iced coffees, carafes of it even. (laughs) I also feel like most gay people who drink iced coffee, we know this, they are Delta. Like most gay people are Delta, I feel. I think Delta's the gay airline, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just something I'm surmising. These Delta, these Delta Sky Lounges have some, like, there was a family bathroom, which, like, whatever. Like, if you, like, meet someone there, then great. But there was literally at LaGuardia, this uh, room next to the family bathroom that I opened, because I, I needed to go to the bathroom. And it was just a sink and a chair and a hand dryer. There was no toilet. And I go, oh, this is just a fucking room. No. That's- <laughs> this, is, this is just a room for fucking. Which which is actually very queer. And if they can do that, then why not have the iced coffees? But what status do you have to be to get into that bathroom? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Good question. Platinum bussy. Platinum bussy. Bone Yang hooked up in the Barcelona airport. Congratulations. It was it was crazy. It was so mm-hmm. it was I was crazy. I was felt like I was in a porno anyway. Cody's like not impressed. He was like, no, no. Oh, oh. Oh. All right. You ready, boo? Okay. Bowen Yang, are you going to, are you going to time him? I'll time, I'll time him. This is Cody Rigsby's. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Be real. Okay. (laughs) I have enough social media apps on my phone. I don't need any more distractions. Um, also, I'm a millennial. I like things to be curated. I like things to be creative. I need a little mm. bit of face to I need a little bit of filter. 
So Come please, uh, no be real. No be real. I, I scroll every day. It's depressing. It, it's doomsday. It's political <sighs> news. I don't need to see you and the gynecologist. I don't need to see your hot pastrami sandwich. <laughs> you know, I just don't need any of that. And let's be honest, be real. Are you being real? Because the rules have changed. You used to be able to <gasps> upload your be real within a, a limited amount of time. And now you can be late to your be real. And so seconds, is it... True. Is it be real? It's sounding a little be fake to me. The girls oh on the ferry, uh, the the pines ferry, Five asked seconds. for my picture, and they wanted me to be in there. Be real it was the worst picture I've ever taken. Be real, about as real as Taylor Swift. Oh Good my god. god! I can't believe this one, and that's what made it on that. Couldn't, I couldn't help but but throw in one last jab at her. At our queen. <laughs> I have to say, be real is getting more boring it's by the day. It's getting tired. It's getting it's, tired. It's not. It's not lasting. It's not. It's like you know. Yeah. The tale is old as time. Okay. Period. Period. I think. I think you know. Cody's being honest about the fact that part of the fun of other forms of social media is that you do get to curate. You do get to have some control over, over what you show people, which is both the, 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 the joy and the curse of the whole thing. Everybody wants attention and everyone wants to show off. So like, there you go. You can't, can't but I that. will say though, like, because you don't have to do it within those two minutes, you can decide I'm just going to be late today and curate something. So it's not like it's giving you no opportunity to curate. But, but it's answer that's the but it is antithesis of what it is. Yeah, absolutely. So because, because we were because be real happened on chromatic of all day, like right before we, we left for the concert. But our friend Patrick goes, I'm going to take mine at the show. And I wanted yeah. to be like, well, that's not that's not being that's real. not being real. But also, where the fuck are they at Be Real headquarters that they know the Gaga concert is happening in New York City that night? And they're like, yeah, let's do it at 2.15 p.m. F stupid fuckers. I don't think the people at Be Real headquarters know or care that Chromatica Ball is happening. Well, in they New need York. to hire more queer people then. And this is what I'm saying is Be Real obviously doesn't have queer people working there. Yeah. Hire more queers now. More. It is, it is, it is for Gen Zers mostly. I think. Period on that. But maybe, they, maybe they're getting tired of it too. Is there anything below Gen Z? Like younger? Gen Alpha. Oh, that's is that the what they're one. called? I thought, you told me that that's what you told me that that's what they're called. <laughs> alpha? I, first of all, don't point at me with your finger. You take your finger and go point it at someone else if you have a big attitude. Because you have an attitude. I do. Becca it's says Gen it's true. It's Gen Alpha. Which uh, that's the chicest name. Yeah, that's really good. Until you get to Gen Omega, which is like we'll be we'll be gone by then. We'll be dead. Ugh, mama, uh, we'll all be they're dead. they're gonna start sounding like COVID variants. <laughs> 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 gonna be Omicron generation. I'm gonna say yeah. Rah, rah, I, I remember when Omicron meant something different. Hell too yeah. real, M Matt. I think I, I I put too much pressure on our guest to be third co-host energy, but I think he lived he up came to through. it and more. And Do you want to know he's challenged us. He challenged us. That's what it was. That's Look at him was. dancing. If you could see him now, Katie's. So much <laughs> happened on this episode. So we have a new happened. fandom name. We were we challenged. We were challenged. Oh my we god! Renaissance. There was, and we there was all went to the Chromatica ball. And even though we were jet lagged from our trip to Chromatica, we still came through. Bo. I think the three of us all had travel days today, right? We all came back from a place or had to go someplace else. Oh, but Cody, you traveled yesterday. Oh yeah, I just went traveled. to Fire Island for the day. Mm. Wow. Must have been nice. I'll take it out of you. 
literally I woke up this morning I was like oh I'm so tired well thank you for coming yeah, in it took my whole life last time yeah this was a fun app thank you baby thank you for having me this we finally made this happen I feel like we've been talking about this for like months months yeah by popular <laughs> demand and after much and scheduling we, drama yeah yeah it's just it is what it is but we made it work um we love you I can't wait to see you next where, when the light hits you just right baby I'm always gonna find that light I know you will <laughs> I know it you will. Do. Well, we end every episode with a song. <laughs> Unique. <laughs> I'm the bar. Alien superstar. superstar. Unicorn is that? the uniform you put on when you perform. Okay. Off book on the record. No, no, no. I'm off book on heated. At the end of heated, tip, tip, tip on hardwood floor. Do some of it. Yep. Do some of it. Go. Tip, tip, tip on hardwood floor. Ten, 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 ten across, across, across the, board. the board. Give me face, 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 face. Yeah, face part. Never deep. Never My God. Period. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. I can't do the rest. But listen to Heat It by Beyonce. Bye. Wait. Bye. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. 